Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I'd like to welcome to the show from the Trust a Game of Greed, Jay Kokolis. How are you today, man? I'm doing awesome, man. Thanks for having me on the show, brother. Absolutely, man. It was um, this crazy because when the when the show first came out, it was kind of not like really talked about. And then you kind of got a week into the show and people started watching because, you know, you have to have that binge format and people yeah. started collecting. Have Did you see that same kind of rise over the first couple of weeks where the back half of the season was like more talked about than the front half? Yeah, I mean, I think for the for the cast members, we're like, oh, is it going to go like super? I don't know. Like, so after the first two days, it went to number four on Netflix. After three days, it went to number two. So it just took a couple of days for it to actually just take off. It was only a few days into week two. Oh my gosh, it was so kinetic in terms of just people talking about the first four episodes because you see a lot of me in the first four episodes. They paint me out to be a certain way in the first four episodes and some other characters. You see me and Julie's thing unfold. But yeah, definitely week two as things rose. And the reason they kind of did that is because, you know, Netflix does a lot of data analytics on their shows, kind of like Squid Game, right? And so they wanted to know with all this data they had, it showed that the trust was going to do pretty well. And so that's why they batch episodes much like they did squid game. They went four, three, and then a finale. And you know, for the the week of the finale, which was, I think what last week or so, however long ago it was now, my, my, it's, everything's gone so fast since it's been happening. Um, you know, people were just chairman about it like crazy. And now that uh, it's all out, you're still getting people that are, they waited for the entire thing to drop so they could just binge the whole thing. Yeah, that's one thing I noticed that I knew that they had faith in the show because sometimes you get a full drop at once. And yes. it's not that they don't have faith in those shows. They just don't think that it's going to be as When I saw the, the rollout of this, I knew something um, was coming with this one. All right, let's take the people back to the beginning, though. What was that? Let's talk about the casting process. What was that like for you? Uh, the casting process was really unique because I had a young lady casting producer from LA who reached out to me one random afternoon on fall of 2022. And uh, she was like, Hey man, we love your socials. Like, you know, you're a former veteran Blackhawk pilot, you're a fitness guy. I think you'd really fit this genre of guy. We're trying to put on this TV show. And I'm like, well, what's the TV show? They're like, well, we can't tell you what it is, but it's just this social experiment. It's like big brother. I'm like, that tells me nothing. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking MTV's real world or something, you know, people punching through drywall or living in big brother. I'm like, I can't dedicate three months, bro. And they're like, well, we're going to start filming March of 2023. And we really thought you'd be a good fit. So um, that whole process starts. And I'm not going to lie, brother, it, it went from you know, every single interview I had, I had like six or seven. It was like me talking to a casting producer, a casting director, whatever. And the next day, you know, I'd always write, write a nice little note to him. Hey, thanks for the opportunity. Just letting you know, finish the interview it was really great. And they're like, bro, we already pushed you to the next round already and i was just like what is going on so what it looks like to me is you know out of the thousands of people they were going through i mean dude this is the first show they've ever done of this real type of genre on netflix for a reality show 
And um, they were very specific of the type of individuals they wanted to show. And I could tell like it was the tattooed expatriate Captain America feel that they wanted. And how I portrayed my in myself and my socials was was one way. But um, that was my old uh, socials that I think they found me on was one of my old accounts um, because right before the show aired, well, right before we filmed in March of 2023, I had started a new channel, my Man Up Daily channel on TikTok, which is like 120,000, and my Instagram, which is basically the same thing, but under my name, Jake Kokolis. And so right before we started filming, I had started those channels um, and dedicated them and built them over the past year. And then the show came out. But the casting process for me, I'm not going to lie. And I know this is, this is an anomaly. Like it's very unorthodox. Like I blasted through the interviews. Like they knew I was the guy they wanted for this show for whatever reason. Yeah, I think that's one of the cool things, obviously, it, it being a social experiment, it, it was it was very unique because you have different people in all walks of life. And that's how the, the game unfolds over the, over the eight episodes. You know what I mean? Cause you don't know exactly. what you're walking. We're not walking into the house with 10 Jakes. You know what I mean? Like the, nope. the game probably plays out a whole different, everybody probably keeps all their money. Everybody's cool. We're going on Kumbaya all their lives, but you yep. know, th that's, I think what's made the show unique. Um, so going into the show, what did you know about it? I mean, obviously I said that they didn't tell you much about it, but did you know anything about the premise of the game or anything like that heading into it? I knew no, nothing. Like I that's, literally that's knew awesome. nothing. I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything until the mo. I mean, so I, we. It, I didn't know anything until I walked up into that cliff and they pulled the blindfold off of my eyes. I didn't know until maybe three, four days before we flew out that I was going to the Dominican. So the moment they were like, I had the executive producer on the line like this with me. He's like, Jake, I want you for the show. Are you dedicated to come? And I'm like. Yeah, but bro, I don't know what we're doing. Like, what's going on? He's like, well, it's not a love show and it's not a survival show. And I said, good, man, I've done enough of that in my military career. I don't want to do any of that. And he's like, this is an experiment and you're going to go to the Dominican. And I'm like, okay, cool. So packing for nice weather. And then I had to go through all these wardrobe uh, producers are like looking at all of our clothes, make sure we have labeled. So until then we got, you know, got to the Dominican and we're held in quarantine for like three or four days. I'm staring at walls and want to just like slam my head through the toilet seat. And it's like, um, I didn't know anything. Like they blindfolded us for our first confessional interview at this, the shooting site, but I didn't see anywhere where we were until they fully pulled the uh, blindfolds off. And I was in line with the entire cast and they started shooting as we were walking out into the edge of the cliff where we first met Brooke. That was it. All right. So what were the first few days in the house like for you and, and kind of, you know, getting acclimated to everything that was happening inside the house? You know, I'm like a pretty big extrovert, so I like meeting new people. It was a really cool experience for me to put away our phone and get to know everyone. So, I mean, immediately, they don't really show. I ran up the stairs, and I was like, we made it. And, you know, every me, I think I walked straight into the bar, start talking to Jewels. And uh, we just started, everyone's just vibing, having a good time, having some drinks, eating some food. They had that really nice setup for us. And I'll tell you what, like the first I mean, that first day, first three quarters of that day was straight grinding and talking to people, just getting to know everybody. And like, that's, you know, in my career, like I, I just, 
I, 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 t I tend to mesh pretty well with people. And like, so it was just really easy to get to know everybody. And I spent time talking to Mama J, Bryce, Tolu, Winnie, like everybody. I mean, you see me upstairs trying on in the evening. This is when we're still getting to know each other. And I'm trying on like Winnie's high heels or whatever. And it was like, it's so, such a joke, man. We were just goofing off, but it was, that was the way to get to know people. Just kind of show your goofy self. Um, but the first 24 hours, maybe, were like pretty harmless. Um, we were swimming in the pool, chilling, just getting to know each other, man. It was, it was, it was a really good time. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that I really like gravitated toward your character and liking your character. And I say character, I know it's you, but you know what I mean. Right, but right, watching right. the show um, right. was whenever you're trying on the heels. I was like, man, anybody willing to try that is got to be fun. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's. And first off, as everybody see, it's not easy. It's not easy. I don't know how women do it. It was not that. easy. <laughs> but obviously, the game. Like it becomes a game really, really fast, right? Oh, With the elimination yeah. of Joel's. Like that to me, like the I think one of my favorite scenes um is anytime anybody's eliminated, kind of the reactions to you, especially early in the show, between you oh, yeah. and Brian and some of the people that were like, We're all just gonna be kumbaya and finish with all the money together. And everybody else is like, No, we got other plans. How yeah. did that kind of shift your gameplay? And or maybe like did it make you realize, oh, we're here for a game type of thing after that first elimination? So I think that's a misconception like a lot of America sees is like the guys were just playing Kumbaya. We never were doing that. The very first day was like, um, hey, let's genuinely get to know some of these people before we just start clipping them out of the house. Like that that was like the thing. And, it, and I was like, if you're a turd, we're going to snuff you out and we're going to get you out of the house. You got to understand our backgrounds. Me, Brian and Gasper come from being around a lot of people. We take care of people. We're empathetic. We're not just here to shotgun blast people out of the house. We're trying to use some like tactical strategy where the girls, and I have to say girls because there were five individuals who clearly wanted to segregate the house immediately. I mean, that happened almost immediately for whatever reason in the house. So, I mean, in terms of like reactions, like, um, what was your question again? How you how you worded that? Say that. One Just more time. basically, how did that kind of once that first elimination happened? How did that kind of shift where maybe yeah. your head was out gameplay wise? It just showed us because it, so what it really started to show were some real personalities because in the first twenty four hours everyone's like no we're cool like no one's really given us the reason to like get rid of anybody but then you see Tolu having a hemorrhoid over the fact that Jewels didn't like it canceled her vote. I mean, she, he could have canceled my vote for all I would have cared. I, I, who, it's so early. Like, like literally you could tell that Simone and him and Jewels did the best job that they could on like with little information they have based off of like 2,500 bucks. Like who cares? And then what you found is like everyone get, got bent out of shape real quick. And the moment that they voted Jewels out, I was just like, are you effing kidding me, bro? And so, you know, you see Brian storm off. He, he did that. And then I went right after him. I just said, what the hell? I said, what the hell are we doing? Like, I, I can understand getting rid of someone if they're like really like toxic to the house and they're very kinetic, but there, no one displayed that. And the girls are just, the girls reason was he's just not trustworthy. I can't tell. I'm like, bro, you don't even know this guy, even though he'd say he's a stripper. Like, can we look past that? And then I didn't find out he was a cop until the trailer came out for the show. So when I just started talking, me and him are super tight, Jewels. And he believes too, you know, like it wasn't handled the right way. The girls, the girl, the girls were really vicious, vicious, vindictive, and they were judging everyone based off of how trustworthy they thought he were, thought he was. So really it, what it showed me is that um, obviously we're here to play a game, but it, it just, 
it, it rubbed me the wrong way. And it just said, okay, now I'm starting to see some real characters come out in here because clearly people are here just for the money. And where, yes, I'm here for the money, I wanted the right people to get the money. Yeah, and that's to me is one of the things you notice. Like there's, especially watching it back, and obviously, and that's the thing that I think people forget. Like how, so how long was this shot over? It was, we filmed for maybe two and a half to three weeks. The right. entire trip and everything was maybe like a month long um, with travel and, and, and the quarantine. Yeah. And everything. But it was probably two and a half weeks or three weeks of straight shooting. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I've seen plenty of interviews where everybody's talking about like your shot basically the entire day. So like people don't understand like this is being edited. You have eight hours of footage from thousands of hours or not, maybe not thousands, but a lots of hours of footage that, that aren't shown. So obviously you're going to be certain people are going to be cut a certain way. We need villains. We need people to root for. We need people to be against, but it was early yeah. on in that process. You see that. And then of course, one of the most talked about things for poor old Jake here was the entire ranking scene, right? That <laughs> yeah, entire, <laughs> you went from, um, I could say you probably went from everybody's like, oh man, we like this guy to, well, he's <laughs> a straight doucher. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's talk. What was going through your head in that moment? And maybe if yeah. you looking back on it, watching it, what might you have changed about how you approach that entire thing? So again, will you, will, I'm going to, you know, predicate on what you just talked about the audiences, you don't see 95% of what's going on for these events. You only see maybe 5%, maybe 1%. And so everyone's judging you based off of something. And then they cut you and use sound bites and put you in certain situations that you weren't even in when it happened. So they painted me out to be like this bad guy when I did this whole voting thing. You got to understand, this is a whole house of individuals that were highly emotional. The entire, entire they even named the second episode after me. Why is everyone so freaking emotional? Because I think logically, I'm just trying to be, I was never malicious in my decision-making process. You also have to understand when we did the lineup thing, we had like five or six rounds before those rounds. It was like, who's the funniest? Who, ha you know, who has the biggest personality? Who dresses the best? And so you don't see any of that fun stuff. We're all having a good time. And then they're like, who's the smartest? And I'm thinking, again, this is about... 36 hours into us getting to know people. And, you know, I, I just started gravitating towards the front. I wasn't like, I'm in the front, bitches, eat it. You know, I wasn't like that at all. I was, and everyone, I, we were talking to people and, you know, I was looking at people. Are you cool with that? They were like, yeah, Jake, you know, you flew Blackhawks. Like you've done all this stuff. You've managed billions of dollars of equipment. You're like a military. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That you're, you're a pretty smart guy. And I just happened to get up towards the front. Like it just ended up that way. Then you had Julie strolling up there and then she was like hard pressed to tell me I'm the smartest in the house. And they don't show the little exchange other than the fact when I enter telling her that I have a law degree, but so she ends up telling me I have a master's Jake. And I'm just like, so do I like, so do I. And she's like, in what? And I'm, and I'm like, in law and then she, you should have seen a look on her face look like she got hit by a truck and she was like oh my god so i was just like i was like and i wasn't gonna let her do this because earlier in the house i knew at this point like between me and julie like she was trying to make herself look like i'm just gonna play this guy the whole time and i'm like i'm not gonna let that happen and i yeah i told her earlier in the house i was like i'm not a simp i'm you're talking to a real man now so like now i'm gonna show you so when we were lining up, it was just like, it wasn't malicious. It was just like, I felt like in from what I had done, logically looking at everybody else and what we've done, it, again, it's not being cocky. It's just me thinking black and white. I'm like, okay, sure. Could I put myself second and let Julie take number one? 
Yeah, I could have. Would I go back and do that? Still, no, because this was an ego thing for Julie. It wasn't an ego thing for me. It was just me saying like, this is me looking at my credentials. Now, when it came to the leadership role, the same thing happened. Like the same thing. I'm looking down the line. Simone's like, stay there. People are like, oh yeah, dude, like for sure. Like said, every it makes it look like everyone was just like, you're a dick. And then Mama Jay's like, misogyny. And it's just like, you know, man, it's solely blow up. And even then they bring Winnie up because Winnie was definitely the alpha female leader of the house. And then you had had me. Um, and with Winnie, it, we looked at each other because because Julie goes, I think Winnie should be up there. She was just doing that to stir the pot. Again, had looked down at everybody. It's like, are we cool with this? Like, you know, the thing is, brother, they, they, no one wanted to be in a leadership role in that house. No one wanted to take responsibility for anything. That's all I've done my entire career. So when everyone's like, just like, oh, we're kind of, kind of pussyfoot around, then I'm kind of like, well, I'll go take charge and help the group. Like I'll go do it. I'll put myself in that position. And even looking at Winnie, she goes, no King, stay right there. Like you stay there. Like, it's like, okay, cool. So I stayed there, but it made me look like I'm like standing there. Like I'm no, I'm not going to move. Even when that sound bite, when Julie's like, I think Winnie, she would go. And I'm like, no, nah, no, nah. I would. That's not how that happened, man. So I mean, they paint me out to be that way, and I know that's a long explanation, but the audience needs to know that, and I think my fan base already knows that. They know like what I, how I would treat things in situations, but truly, I can tell you, you even hear Brian talk about it. He's like, I didn't want to be in a leadership position, you know, blah, blah. He's a former Marine, and so many people in that house would like wanted to, wanted to get pissed off and say something when they weren't put into position of like Jeopardy. And so I wouldn't have done it any other way. And actually, I say that putting myself way out in the limelight like that, not intentionally thinking that was going to be the fallout from all these this emotional train wreck, that actually ended up helping me in the long run because I was so far out there that it was like it actually highlighted other people to focus on in the house. They were like, oh, we're always going to get rid of Jake, but just not yet because he has relationships with so many other people. So. Yeah, that's the one thing that I noticed as well. I, I, it's one of the biggest misconceptions, I think, of the entire show. Because, yeah, sure, in that scene, do you come off as a dick to the audience? Absolutely. But the flip side about it is, is not. I, I wasn't really sure at what point the it happened in the show. So you're like 30, 36, maybe 48, whatever hours that is into yeah. the thing. It's really hard to, I would love to hear every person that was there idea of what they would have done. Julie, so, if she so was in your shoes, would have put herself number one. Winnie maybe probably does the same. I, I'm not going to put words in people's mouth here. I will never do that. But sure. I can assure you a lot of these people would have been in the top three if they were doing it themselves. So let me say something about this is really unique about the lineup for the leadership role, like who you could or who you could trust. That was the one that everyone lost their minds. When I did that, so many people read it. Twitter's like, oh, you could have done it this way. You could have done it. I'm like, bro, if you farted in the wrong direction of somebody in this house, they were like, get them out of the house, you know? So everything I did had strategy. Everything. Even when people are like, Jake's so stupid. Like, their strategy. I had Brian Gasper up at the front. Why? Because I actually trusted them. The five women in the house had eliminated the other, the other brother in the house, and it's like, dude, who do you think I'm going to trust you guys? But yet I still put Winnie and Tolu up at the kind of front because I knew I could already sense at that point, like they were there to really start to get people out of the house. I strategically put uh, Julie in the center because I'm like, we had a good relationship at that point, a few a day and a half from the house. And I'm like, I think she'll understand why I'm doing that. It wouldn't matter if I put her wherever. 
Julie didn't see it that way. She wanted to be up at the front and wanted me to show how much I cared about her. But I'm like, Julie, kind of work with me here because people are like, well, if you would have put Brian and Gasper in the back, that would have been better. I said, no, it wouldn't have. These girls weren't stupid. If I put Lindsay and Grandma Jay all up at the front, those girls would have been like, this dude's just putting us up at the front to milk it. And it didn't matter who I put, whoever. Simone understood it. She knew why I put her at the bottom because I didn't want her at the bottom, but she was like a good soul that could understand. Now, Lindsay, I did put at the bottom because in the 36 hours we were there, brother, like nobody knew her, nobody trusted her. And they all communicated that directly to me. Plus at the campfire, she even confessed about like, you know, the, the cheating. And, and so I was like, it makes sense. It wasn't vindictive. It was just purely logical. And then we had the huge blowout in the bathroom, which you saw a fraction of that too. It, got, it was way worse. Um, but yeah, that was my whole thought. It didn't matter how you did it. I was going to be crucified. As you watch the show back and as I watch the show towards the end, we see um, Lindsay and, and speaks to that because you guys were playing the poker game and it was just like Lindsay's name obviously came out. Then it started to realize, oh, Lindsay's playing both sides of the fence, which First off, it's a game. I try to make everybody remember, this is a game at the same time. When people are being voted out, you have your back against the wall, you have to do things. However, how shocked were you when you found out that uh, Jasper was the one that was the helping hand in eliminating Lindsay? Uh, so I found out moments after, like Gasper oh. pulled me, me and Brian, they don't show me and Brian Gasper having enough of our conversations. They focus more on the girls because they're like the drama tornado train wrecks in the house. So they got to show them, but they don't show me and Brian Gasper always talking chess strategy. And right after he's like, guys, I voted Lindsay off. She's going to kill me. And I'm like, what bro? Like, and he was like, well, what? he's like, well, Think about it. You know, you know, you know the devil in front of you. You don't know the devil you don't know. And at that point, Lindsay, I don't think Lindsay would have done what Tolu did at the end. I really truly don't know Lindsay, and I and I'm I'm you know friends with Lindsay. Um, like he he's just like he he we we didn't know what Lindsay was gonna do because she was acting really erratic in the 24 hours. She was like so convinced that like we wanted to keep Tolu around, and we were like, dude. She's the next one. We're clipping out of the house, man. We're still going to go down the order, um, whatever. But it got it got really kind of convoluted because Tolu was like, a you know, when we got rid of Winnie, she folded like a lawn chair. She was crying. And, I, and we felt bad, man. Like, you're talking about three empathetic guys that were like, we don't want anyone to feel bad. We, you know, let's work through it. But then as we kind of like tried to help mend relationships, which doesn't show any of that. Lindsay started to like go crazy. And that's why she comes outside. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. And we're just like, what the fuck what are you talking about? Like, she's like, who are you getting rid of? We're like, Tolu. Like, it hasn't changed. Um, but we were shocked, man. But Gaspar told me and Brian right away. So we already knew. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm sure that shocked everybody. They're like, what the frick? Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Julie was also kind of in that same boat. You know what I mean? When she reveals to you guys that she took that that $25,000, there was a big dynamic there that kind of shocked me, yeah. obviously watching it. 
hearing that, what was that? Because kind of, you guys were close. You know, obviously you guys were close. Yeah. That one is like, a, I thought possibly could have been a deal breaker. Obviously it wasn't because of how the yeah. whole house was unfolding. What And you I, maybe you were a little bit worried about how maybe she kind of teams back up with the girls and then maybe you guys are... What was uh what was there was a strategy there in ensuring that you guys didn't have that back and forth there? Yeah, so there's Julie was strategy the whole time. People ask me like, did you really like Julie? I said yes, I I genuinely liked Julie. We had a great connection. We both said to each other multiple times like, if one of us weren't in the house, it wouldn't have been as fun because we always wanted to have fun hanging out, having drinks, chilling. You know, not everyone was like that, you know. And so we really kind of complimented each other from a certain energy perspective. Um, so we definitely had connection, but liking Julie was also very tactical strategy for me to put a wedge directly between her, Winnie Tolu and Grandma Jay. Like, and it did exactly that as you see parts of it unfold. I play, I did that whole thing that way because if you put five girls in a room and the only thing that they're like, we're going to leave this together. And the only thing that really connects them is their femininity. That's not going to last long. So when me and Julie had this good relationship, Julie's like, well, I can't vote for you. And I can't vote for you. And then they just started to implode. And eventually their house of cards just started falling, falling in place. And it actually worked to, uh, to our benefit a lot. Yeah, I agree. And it was good. So, and then let's talk about, let's talk about the finale, right? You kind of get to that scenario where, the uh the the voting is happening was there any thought in that moment between you Ryan and Gasper to and even Julie to eliminate Tolu at that moment at the final scene so how that scene played out is we had these little cliff scenes where you see us looking at our cards basically the the thing the person that we picked in that card locked us in for that card so the moment that someone say for example chose share you couldn't change your card you couldn't change the name on your card because all the other cards were taken so you couldn't change um when you know so we had everything planned out and then this is what a lot of people don't miss and the cast i'm i call a spade a spade i don't know how my castmates are calling it now man i got nothing to hide like because i just call bullshit when i see it but we must have had 10 to 15 different conversations with tolu looked her in the face had her arms around each other holding hands like god and i was like guys we can do this the money it's good the pot just kept growing so i was like if we leave this together it can be so good and and, and tolu unequivocally looked us in the face and guys I will not take any money. I will not betray you. I will stick with you to the end. And then she goes in the vault. And by the way, she was the first one in the vault. The way that the vault worked was we went in by order. So all five of us went in. If the first person went in there and said, I want to take all 25K, and then I went in there as number two and said, I want 25K, the first person would have taken it anyways, and I couldn't have taken anything. Tolu was the first one in there, and she took the money. People are like, well, why can't you understand her position on, you know, like she maybe felt like she was going to get eliminated. All right, you're talking about the three most trustworthy, loyal, integrity people in the house and a girl, Julie, who said she would never vote Tolu out of the house. She had nothing to fear as much as she likes to be on this 15 minutes thing of fame of saying like, I was worried and put family first before friends. I was like, yeah, but if you put your friends first in this situation, your family's going to come out first because there's no reason to take the money. I am telling you, I'm telling the audience. She told us so many times she wasn't going to take that money and she was going to stick it out in the end. But then 
you know, you say this is a game. And for me, then it got really personal with some of these girls because there were many personal attacks on the show that they never show. And then Tolu going to the vulture. And when you read some of these articles, she goes to these big, big news magazines is saying that had I not stealing that $25,000 in this article, she wrote verbatim quote was like, I would have gotten rid of Jake right away because the moment we found out she took the money. Cause obviously you can do the math in her head. We're all looking at each other. Like what the wait, it was 268. Now it's 200, whatever, 43 or something. We're like, damn it. Someone took the money. Instantly. We all knew it was Tolu. We're like, son of a bitch. And then, so like, then I'm like, oh no. And then Julie looks over me and she's like, what's Tolu going to do? And Gasper's like, dude, she's going to get rid of you. And I'm like, oh no, like you can, you can no way, but come to, come to shoot. She didn't. She's like, I want to share. And then we had to do that fake scene of all of us celebrating when I guarantee you what happened after that, we were not celebrating. We were pissed at Tolu because she lied to us after talking to her for like a hundred times about not doing this. Um, but we definitely thought, like I thought for sure, and my castmates thought that she was going to get rid of me. Uh, but then she comes out in this article saying she would have gotten rid of me if she didn't steal that money for herself. None of it made sense. No one sees that. But at, but at the end of the day, I really do think America does see it. And they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, that she hadn't changed at all. We look kind of like dumbasses for believing her. But again, America doesn't see the countless conversations we had. This, if they would have seen her promise us the way she promised us, Dude, she would look so much worse, man, but they don't show that. Yeah, and that's the thing. There's, again, and that's, I think, a lot of people don't fail to remember. A, every right. single one of you people on these reality shows are A, human beings. That's one thing that people forget all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because whether rightfully so, people do paint themselves to be villains. People uh, uh, embrace the villain post-show and go on that thing. However, the problem is you guys are human beings at the end of the day. I will say, when I watched it, I, I, you don't see those conversations, obviously, that you say, not saying you didn't, not to say they're, they didn't take place, but you For don't sure. see those conversations. Obviously, I don't hate the idea that totally took the money, because I do think that there was a vibe from watching it back that you guys would have possibly voted around the aisle. On the flip side of that, I will say, I thought for sure that you were gone the final episode. Like, I thought for sure that your name was going to pop up. And I do think that there is some sort of strategy. She did get the 25K, and because she got the 25K, it was like, all right, cool. If I'm voted out on this final vote, at least I walk away with 25K. And I do think that's part of the thinking from her standpoint that I can see, again, game playing wise. But man, I thought for sure 100% that you were gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, yeah. that to I mean me is where... I thought maybe there would have been a plan to possibly flip that. Yeah. I mean, Ricky, you don't understand. Like we're, we're, we're sitting here. If she would have done that, it would have made her look so bad, so bad. Because again, what, what the show doesn't show a lot of, they talk about Brian's kid that he's trying to adopt and about Gaspar's kids, but they, they never, they, they paint me in a way. They don't talk about my son. They don't talk about the things that I'm doing within my church and, and supporting children's ministries and all this stuff. They don't bring up any of that stuff. So I'm just this other guy that, you know, doesn't matter. But we, again, had these conversations with Tolu. And the reason I truly believe it probably did look like she was going to get rid of me, but she doesn't because she knows like I'm taking care. I'm a single father taking care of my son, all the stuff that I'm involved in Brian's kid, Gasper's kids. It would have, I think it would have left her in a space of like, just feeling terrible because knowing like we had probably the best why in the house to be there um, out of everyone. That's three guys and the three guys that were committed to getting the really 
the genuinely toxic people out of the house versus everyone else just wanting to get people out to get people out because they rubbed them the wrong way. Like we had definitive reasoning behind what we were doing. Um, but Hey man, I'm glad she didn't get rid of me. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. You, you still walked away. You still walked away. Not, yeah. not empty him. It's definitely, definitely looking back on the scene. I mean, obviously it's, it was a smart decision on her part because obviously there is a, a embracing a villain side of things that you would have had to deal with her dealt For with sure. by getting rid of you in this final moment, especially after taking $25,000, you know what I mean? Taking the 25 K and eliminating you. And the thing about it is I don't, Again, I don't hate to take in the 25K. I think it was a great strategic play just in case to have. You yeah. did, you're, you made it this far. You're either walking away with, if you potentially walk away with nothing, that's yeah. that. But um, we've talked a little bit about how, and you've mentioned some things that haven't been shown um, yeah. in the filming. Is there one thing in particular when you watch it back that you wish would have been shown that didn't get shown? Yeah, there probably there were two interviews that I had that I wish they would have really shown. One was right after we did the leadership trust lineup thing, whatever. And um, I, they, the producers pulled me right back into the confessional right away because I was breaking down. Like I was like, I felt so bad. People, it doesn't show. They try to show me off as this like egotistical, strong guy, but I go into this confessional and I'm bawling my eyes out because they equated it to a lot of things that I'd seen in Afghanistan and how I would judge my soldiers and people and friends that have been in my life. And I was just like, I would never do anything to hurt anyone like that based off of knowing them for like a day and a half. I would never line someone up and have to do that. And I wish that they would have showed a compassionate, empathetic, sympathetic side of myself that they never showed. And then right when I came out of there, I was berated by Julie. Uh, uh, Lindsay came upstairs. It was 1030 at night. I'm just trying to eat my dinner. Like, I'm just getting my dick kicked in, man. And then, you know, the only person that showed me any remorse was Simone. And she was like, I know why you did what you did. And then a very similar interview at the very end of the show, um, uh, my whole reasoning on why my decision-making process on keeping certain people in the house um, was, and I wish they would have showed this. They don't show the strategy behind it because you had girls like Winnie and Tolu. It was like, it's a game, whatever. I tell them in this interview and I'm tearing up about it because I'm like, dude, imagine, you know, people are saying this is the hardest experience that they've ever had to go through. And I'm like, how about try being deployed with some of your best friends and family overseas? And then they die. And then you come home to nothing. And you're gone for a year fighting in the most austere environments, developing these relationships. You're telling me that three weeks in a freaking mansion house, hanging out with people is the hardest thing you've ever done. And you wonder why I'm scrutinizing every move I make before I get someone out of the house. I'm used to being with a team and not just getting rid of people. These individuals in the house were just willing to get rid of people without even getting to know them. And I said, like, you know, I had been battling stress. And I've been anxiety and depression for the past two years for a lot of things. And I, and I'm like, I didn't want to get rid of people because I wanted to really get to know them before I made the decision to get rid of them because I've actually lost people in real life. They never show that if they would have showed that about my personality, people probably would have been like, Holy mother. Like, like, All right. This guy's not as bad as we thought he was. <laughs> yeah. And so, so those two things, I really wish they would have showed that that would, I think that would have painted things in a, in a much different, different color. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I have a, I have a stepson that, that was recently deployed and, and he's in the army and, and that, awesome. that's a, that's a, first off, thank you for your service. Let's yeah. You my know, honor. My the honor, second, yeah. it, it just, there's a, a level of that. That's, you know, the hardest thing you've ever been through, just like talking to him and, and, and yeah. listening to some of those things and losing those people in that. It, it's definitely not, uh, 
definitely not the hardest thing you could ever go through. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. So, um, after watching it back, would you have played the game any differently knowing what you do now? Uh, you know, I've been asked that before and I, I wouldn't have done it much different to be honest. Um, I saw how conversation shook out. I think, okay, no, that's not true. I probably would have eliminated it. I said, that's not true. Seen it run back. If I could do it again, I probably would have clipped someone out of the house almost every single elimination because, and just gone with my gut and be like, yeah, I don't have enough time to kind of delineate whether or not this person has a nice or evil personality. It's pretty much evil. I don't like who they are as a person. So I'm just going to get rid of them. It's funny watching this back with other friends and family. And they're like, dude, I'd vote every time. And so you had your close little group of you, Brian and Gasper, and just start clipping people out left and right. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Um, being in that situation, uh, I probably would have done that. I probably would have made stronger decisions really quickly. Again, that's not my background. It's not, I'm used to getting to know people, but this was a different type of scenario. So yeah, if I would have done something over, I probably would have voted someone off damn near every time. Yeah. And I think one of the things, I, I think what, I mean, I love the relationship that you and Brian have. Do you think that maybe Brian brought a little bit of a grounded approach to make you kind of because he was very like anti, I never want to vote anybody until it got to yeah, the point where he was know, like, man. all right, man, when he voted somebody for the first time, you just, you just like, holy cow, it's gotten to that. You know what I mean? Because he was so, very like, kumbaya, like, I want everybody to walk away with money. But do you think that maybe he kind of brought a level of groundness to you? So, well, no, I, so me and Brian were both kind of that way. We were both, I mean, we moved, we roomed together. Like we, you know, first five minutes of meeting, we're like Marine army. Cool. Like we were both values, morals, ethics, completely aligned in terms of that I will say, um, he didn't ground me. I actually, there were times I just felt like we should have been more aggressive as guys all together, me, Brian and Gasper, we were on this kind of like, let's not vote until we really need to, because we're trying to really evaluate personalities but the sharks were already swimming in the pool of blood. So it's like, we had to make decisions. I felt like as the show went on, it was, it was challenging not being with, and I love these guys to death. It was challenging being with, not being with guys that were much more aggressive, like myself, like for example, going into the vault with Bryce, like I would have taken the 10 K just to clip mama J out of the house with him. But I'm talking to a millionaire who doesn't give a shit about money. So it's like, I'm kind of just like, damn, if I do, damn, if I don't. So I'm like, okay, let's put money back in the pot. But I would have been willing to do that and vote her out right there. Because at that point, I was ready to cast votes left and right when it came to there. Because, but it doesn't really show that because I was so sick of the kinetic energy that Mama J had in the house. I knew when he was very manipulative with the girls and Tolu was just running her mouth 24 seven. And, you know, Julia was whatever. But like, um, yeah, it, it's, it's kind of how that, that fell apart. I felt like we were both were on the same line, but I wanted to get much more aggressive as time went on. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's funny to me because like there's a lot of things like Bryce's secret. There's a lot of different things that people say that happened or say they did. And I'm like, I would have probably if I'm in the vault by yourself and I don't think you weren't ever in the vault by yourself until the end. Right. 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 So you were never put in a kind of a position to like really. I would have never came out and told everything the truth about what was sending the vault. I would have made something completely up, probably. And that's just maybe the strategy in me and watching all of these realities. I agree. Me, I would have walked out. Yeah, they said if uh, somebody got eliminated, I got 20K. So y'all do with that what y'all want to. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I would have lied. I would have been like, yeah, yeah we, just, we just made 20K, but we got to make sure like five people don't vote at the next thing. You know, I, and I would have like, yo, I just pocketed 20K. 
Yeah, exactly. What about, hey, I told them that you, 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 and you couldn't vote. I just did this because of X. But yeah, it, it's definitely funny to, to think about it. All right. Our final question for you. Would you go on another reality show? Uh, absolutely. I would go on another reality show. Um, so obviously single, right? So I would, I'd be happy to go on a dating, sh the dating show would be pretty fun. I think like uh, a love is blind or, you know, it's one of those fun dating shows. People, I, for so long, people are like, dude, bro, you should go on the bachelor. I like, try the bachelor. Um, you know, uh, anything like perfect that. Perfect match would be perfect for you. Yeah, I agree. A uh, perfect match would be really cool. I know they got a new season coming out this year. Um, it, that would be a fun, fun, uh, really, I, that I think I would have a lot of fun being on. And actually, I met a lot of those cast members when we were down in LA a couple of weeks ago. But I'd also probably do something. I'm not big on survival shows per se. Um, but Survivor, I know that's clearly a survival show, but not so much in the way that I think people perceive it to be. I wouldn't mind doing that because it's a lot of the same strategy, but it's only one person that comes out alive out of there. Um, but or maybe even something like MTV's a challenge, anything physical. I obviously I'm a fitness guy, but I think the dating shows would suit me better personally. Uh, maybe the, the fun shows like that. I don't know, but yeah, totally. I would definitely be open to it in the future. If, if something I was blessed to have that opportunity for sure. Yeah, I definitely think there's, and then the other one is the other, the other one I was thinking about, I was like thinking about this when I was, I was like, let me wait to see his answer. But I think the traders is another one that I think that you yes. would be really good at. That show's fantastic, yes. man. That show yeah. is insane. I started watching a few of those and yeah. uh, people mentioned that too, man. You should go on the trade because it would be a completely different, um, completely different ball game. Having a taste of this and then seeing that you'd be like, oh, okay. Like I know what I'd start to do, you know? Absolutely. So for sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, Jay, where can everybody find your stuff on social media um, and, and kind of keep active with you post-show? Uh, post show? Absolutely. So uh, obviously, my name is Jake Kokolis. You can find me on Instagram at Jake Kokolis, C-H-O-C-H-O-L-O-U-S. Uh, and then uh, on uh, TikTok is uh, one of my really large followings as well. It's uh, at Man Up Daily, but you can also find me at Jake Kokolis um, and also YouTube. Uh, Jake Kokolis, my YouTube channel. So I do a lot of these podcasts like these and I talk about crazy stuff too. So you guys uh, can find I me mean, those three. Those are my three primary platforms. I'm on a lot of platforms, but those are my biggest platforms at the moment. So yeah, folks, and I'll link all of his stuff in the uh, podcast notes here. Jake, thank you so much for your time today, man. Yeah, thanks, brother. Appreciate it, man. Have a great rest of your week. It was, it was an honor to be on the show, my man. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.